Okay, Eov Paragimel, and we have the beginning of the discussion. And Eov starts off, Vaya'an Eov Vayomar. Eov Vaya'an. Usually, we usually translate Vaya'an as answer. But this parak, in this parak, as we'll see, Eov curses the day he was born, and he... Um, bemoans the fact that he didn't die as a, as a, as a, as a baby, as a stillborn, and the day that should be blotted out of, of memory, the day that he was born, because after all, let me just die, says Eov, because after all, in death, everybody's equal, I won't be in pain anymore, I won't be in suffering anymore, and I'm just suffering and groaning, and it's terrible. That's basically the chapter, um, but now let's get into the depths of what Eov said. So Vayan Eov Vayomar, Vayan Rashi again says, Bekol Ram, Kol Aniya Hamura Betorah Eino Ela Lashon Haramas Kol. Kol Ram, there's a change of attitude here, right, from what we learned from Eov earlier, when Eov first, at the end of Perak Aleph, he said, Hashem Natan Vashem Lakach, Yishem Hashem Evarach, Eov is strong with Emuna, but now, all of a sudden... Eov doesn't seem to be as strong. Remember the end of the last parak, Lochata Eov Bisfasav. He didn't sin with his lips, but it seems that he's questioning with his heart. So is this just because cumulative time uh, lets things sink in and now he's upset? Or or maybe the fact that the friends didn't offer him words of comfort? They've been there for a week and they couldn't say anything. Either way, he is not um, in a state that... Um, you know, that is uh, in a good state, religiously, at least at this point, in a certain way, as we'll see. says, Let the day that I was born be lost. And let the night um, say, the night that said that let this person be impregnated, let that day be be uh, obliterated. So again, generally, Eov is blaming, focusing on the days and the nights. He's not cursing God. He's cursing the day. He's cursing the night. He's cursing uh, all of that uh, well, that's related. As, it, as is pointed out by the Mepharshim, Eov is focusing on the sun and the moon and the stars. And the key to this parag is, Eov recognizes that Hashem is just, and Hashem is perfect, and Hashem would never punish um, without sin. So what's the other option? The other option is that Hashem doesn't know. And Hashem's not involved, and Hashem's not around. It's just the sun and the moon and the stars and the day and the night. And Hashem set up this perfect system of nature, and now it's on the, on its own. Hashem created the world, but now it's uh, it's on autopilot. And if it's on autopilot, so that's what he's saying. He's not cursing Hashem, but he's cursing the, the situation that he's in. Look at the Bermayim Chaim. Eov halach b'shitaso ki Hashem yisbarach masar akolam azalos v'lachein yitachin yisurim b'lo avon klal b'gla mikre hamazol. Under the mazalos, he curses the mazal and the day that he was born. He's suffering because of his punishment. That is fascinating. Why Rav Schwab uh, is mayor, and Rav Schwab again is is uh, amazing on on every everything we have of Rav Schwab. But um, Rav Schwab is mayor. That nowhere in this sefer do we have Eov davening. Nowhere do we have Eov turning to Hashem and says, please help relieve my suffering. Every other Sefer in Tanakh where there's suffering, you turn to Hashem. But here we do not have it. Right? Eov comes to the conclusion that his suffering was not inflicted upon him by God at all. Because he, it can't be. God left man completely on his own subject to the laws of nature, coincidence, and happenstance. That is why not one instance where Eov prayed to God to alleviate his suffering. If God had no connection with man's activities in the world, how can one pray to him for relief of his suffering. Life and death, sickness and health, prosperity and suffering are completely random and subject to prevailing 
natural conditions and are not affected by God's mercy or justice. And that's how Eov, at this stage, thinks. Right? He comes to the conclusion now because he does not want to see God as the cause of his suffering. See, he has such a moon in HaKadosh Baruch Hashem would never do this, so it must be Hashem's not involved. He reasons it would be impossible that God, who is absolutely just, would allow him, an innocent and righteous man, to suffer so grievously. It's only because of his strong faith in God's justice that his reason leads him to deny the concept of God's Ashkocha Pratis. Amazing. Right, and that's the Sefer HaChinuch discusses Ashkocha Pratis in general, the Sefer HaChinuch in the mitzvah about Sara'as, Right, the Sefer Achinach Kuf Samach Tes discusses Saras as a way Hakadosh Baruch Hu connects and is Mashgiach on us and gives us direct um, communications. We'll see if there's time at the end. We'll read some of that Sefer Achinach. But again, that's what Eov is denying in this parak. Eov is denying it. Hashem is so just and so perfect. It must be that He is no longer involved. He created the world, but He is not uh, involved. So again, Yovad Yom Ivaled Bo. That I was born. There's a machlokas Rashi in the Ramban. What does it mean? Yomar Yomi Valedbo. So Rashi says Lashon Asid. He's saying Halavai that in the past, before the day that I was born came, you know that should be cursed. The Ramban does not like that shot. The Ramban says no. It means he shouldn't have a birthday, right? Yovad Mishnos Haolav Al Yava Od B'Shadav Abos B'Mispar Yom Yarachim. It shouldn't come up again. They shouldn't celebrate that day. Shouldn't celebrate that day. There is a um, two other points. Number one is the Vilna Gon, the Gra. Fascinating. And the Kol Elio. Kol Elio and Parsha Shlach. Why is this a Parsha Shlach? Because remember that Rashi? Sort Silam Me Alehem. They try to convince the uh, the Marat. We could go into Eretz Yisrael. The Tzel, the Tzel, the shadow of the strength of the people who live there has has gone. Maginam Bechazkam. Who is that? Ksherim Shemem Mehem Mesu Eov. Shahiyah Megan Alehem. Right, Eov has died. That's the Gemara. So to Daf Lamanches, Eov was Sadik Gadol Haya Vechulu. Says the Vilna Gon. The Gemara says at the end of Barabasra Daf Tezayin, towards the end of the first parak, Eov Bikesh Lahafoch Kaara Alpiha. Eov wanted to turn the pot on its head. What does that mean? There are many Pshatim. So the Gemara quotes a Maisa Mufersemes that there was a king that was a terrible king, known as a very mean king. He always punished people right away. One time one of his servants came, and as he brought him a pot of food, some of it spilled a little bit. The king was so angry, what does the Eva do? He turns over the pot of food and spills the whole thing. And the king says, what are you doing? Off with your head, why did you do that? You spilled a little bit, but now you're spilling so much? So the Eva says, I did it for your covet. I did it for your covet. Because people are going to say that you killed me because I dropped a little soup. That's crazy. They'll think you're a fool. Ah, if I throw all of this, and now you're going to kill me? So I, because I threw the whole thing on the floor. I was doing it for your covet. And the king realized this and says, okay, thank you for my covet. Now I'm not going to kill you. Now I'm not going to kill you. Right? And that's what Chazal say. He turned over the pot. Why Eov was Yaduom of first on the side of Godova Ovid Me'ava, he was on the highest level, and when everybody sees all these Saras and Yisurim coming on Eov, and if Eov keeps saying I'm perfect, they're going to say, okay, God is unjust. So Eov did this, he started talking negatively, says the Gra, Lukavad Hashem Yisbarach. Lukavad Hashem Yisbarach. He started cursing the day and cursing, not Hashem, but close, so that people will rethink that, oh, I guess Eov is not so perfect, is not so is not so righteous. There is also, the Gemara in Misech Nita learns that from the Lashon of Hora Gaver, right? The night that I was impregnated, 
um, that my mother was impregnated. So the Gemara says, also the Nida Tazayan, Amr Yochanan, also the Adam Sheishamish Bitaso Bayom, husband and wife are only supposed to be together at night. My crow, why? Shademar Yoba Yomi Valibo, Vahalaila Omar Horagaver, Laila Nitan Laherayon, the Yom Lonitan Laherayon. That's one Limud. The other Limud the Gemara says from Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa, Oso Malach Hamamun Al Herayon, Laila Shmo. The Malach that's appointed on pregnancy is called uh, Herayon. There's no, Tosfus points out, there's no Malach on Leda, because that Hashem does himself. But there's no pregnancy, it's Herayon. But no Tal Tipa, this Malach called um, Laila, and that's what it's referring to here, Valailamar. When Laila said impregnate, so this uh, sheet in the Gemara, Nida Tazayin says, Laila is the name of the Malach that says impregnate. And it was, the Malach was held the, the Tipa, the drop, uh, in front of Hashem. What are we going to do for this person? What are we going to give him external factors that he doesn't choose? Because that's So two different deos in the Gemara, what we learn from this passage of Lailamar Horagavir. Okay. Hayoma Huye Choshech. Eov continues. That's what this whole parak is about. That day that I was born should be dark. Hashem should not seek it out from above. So we see he still believes in Hashem. Right? Hashem should not seek it out. Sometimes when we're wallowing in our sorrow, we just want it to be worse. And we say, Hashem, just, Hashem shouldn't seek it out. There shouldn't be any light on that day. Yig aluhu, from the word giul, Rashi says dirt, lichluch. Yig aluhu choshech vitzalmaves. Tishkon alavanana. Cloud should be on it. Darkness. Yiva asu kimrure yom. Those, uh, those shadim that are out at night, the dangerous shadim should scare everything on that day. Halayla hu yikacheo ofel. Should be dark. Al yichad biyemei shana. What is yichad? Rashi says it shouldn't have any simcha, like vayichad yisro. There should be no simcha on that day. The Mitzvah's David, Mitzvah's Sion says, it's from the word echad. It shouldn't be singular. It shouldn't be with the rest of the calendar. Just take away that day of history. It should be alone. There should be no singing. The day that I was born is a tragedy. Right? The, the, those that, that curse the day, curse it. Those that are ready to be Ora Levyasan, those that are being Ora Levyasan from the word Levaya, accompaniment. Nobody should accompany it. But the darkness, the, the, the stars should not give any light in that darkness. It should remain dark. And they shouldn't look towards the morning. Shouldn't look towards the morning. And now he gets into a little more detail. I wish, I wish I never came out of the womb. I, were, I wish the doors of the Betan of my mother never opened. And all the suffering would be taken away from my eyes. Why wasn't I, 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 why didn't I die as a stillborn? Says Eov. Better is never to be born, Eov is saying, than a life of suffering. Again, throughout the Sefer, we're going to have different views. It doesn't mean that any of these are, are, uh, are the true view. Ultimately, what we should ex- uh, accept. But this is, a, this is a man who's suffering. This is a, this is a, a work, a philosophical work that we have to read towards the end, till the end. You can't stop in Eov until you get to the end where Kaddish Baruch Hu gives somewhat of an answer, whatever the answer is. But that's what he's expressing. And this is, especially if Moshe Rabbeinu, according to most Shittas, wrote it. When Eov lived, there are many different opinions. But 
We assume that Moshe wrote it. Moshe is expressing these ideas for us to think about, but we have to read till the end. So, I should just come out as a dead. Madua kidmuni birkayim. Why? Why the knees of my mother catch me? Umashadayim ki inok, and I had and I had breasts to nurse from. I wish I would have starved. Kiato now, kiato shachapti veeshkod. So first he says, why I, why was I born? And now he's saying, why can't I just die? And then there'll be sheket. There'll be sheket. Yashanti az yanuachli. Then it'll be menucha. Then it'll be menucha. Right? As Rashwa points out, it's just the opposite. Right? We think that we don't have menucha in this world, but if we didn't act properly in this world, then the next world is not going to be menucha. That's going to be worse. In Moachim and now Eov says, everybody's equal in death. If I was never born or if I died, I would be with the kings and the great advisors. The ones that build up um, broken areas. Or in those officers that have gold. Or the, those that have silver. It's the same end. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what, um, what what was in life. Just let me die. And in that way, I will be equal. If Schwab says here in a Sefer, that Eov was expressing that the grave is an escape. That's what, Let me escape. And Rav Schwab says, no, no, no. He disregards the fact that the grave is not an escape. Because each person must give an accounting of his life to his creator in the spiritual world after death. Right, it's not. It's not ending. And then he says, he quotes a story that when he was a Rav in Eichenhausen in Germany in the 30s, before the war, one of his congregants was arrested and imprisoned, and when he got out, yeah, unjustly, by the Germans. Uh, and when he got out, he was, said he wanted to commit suicide because he was so embarrassed that he was taken in. And Rabbi Schwab says, but it, it wasn't your fault. They took you illegally. And you know what? If you say, let me end it all, let me just die, that wouldn't be ending at all. On the contrary, says Rav Schwab, his real life in the spiritual world will only begin after his death, and then he will be held accountable for all of the actions of his life, including the grave sin of committing suicide. And therefore, says the Rav Schwab, it is, it is not what, um, what Eob is saying, that, oh, there'll be menucha there. We'll continue on that in a minute. Let's continue. Like a baby that never saw the light. There, the wicked, all their wickedness stops. Those who are exhausted will rest. Even those who are prisoners in this world, right? they will be tranquil. They won't feel the, 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 the voice, they won't hear the voice of their taskmaster. It's all equal. Katan vegadol shamhu, big and small, they're all there. It's all there. It's the great equalizer. The, the saying goes, the Ever chavshimi adonavid, and Ever is free from his master. Free from his master. Let's talk about this pasuk uh, um, a little bit. Rabbi Schwab continues, just continuing what I was reading before. There is a common saying, death is the great equalizer. However, in Jewish thought, that is not true. On the contrary, the opposite is true. Death is the great divider, where the real person is revealed. And life could be the great equalizer. Because here, things could be covered up. But there, in the Olam HaEmes, it's all Emes. And therefore, the great equal, it's not the great equalizer, it's the great divider. Remember the Gemara Mesechas Baba Basra. Baba Basra Dafyud, it's also in Psachim, where one of the Amoram had a a near death experience. And the Gemara says, Kihadra of Yosef, Bereder of Yoshua, Chalash Ingit, he was dying. Amr Le'avua, my chazza, what do you see? 
I see an upside down world. The ones that are up or down, down or up. No, that's a clear world. That's the clear world. Right? And that's what Eov is saying. Everything's equal there. It's not all equal there. It's not all equal there. Interesting. The second half of the uh, phrase. Well, first, cut them to God Shamu. Let's focus on that first half. The Gemara Bamatsiya darshes this on a deeper level. Big and small are there. The Gemara says, Bamatsiya daf pehei. Um, don't we know that everybody ultimately dies? If a person is mocked in themselves here, then they're going to be a gadol there. If we make ourselves an eved, but olamazeh. So you have to read the Pasuk as Katan here, Gadol there. Evet here, Chafshi there. That's the deeper meaning, says the Gemara in Baal There is a beautiful Yalkut, the Yalkut Shimoni, right here on the Pasuk in Eov. Tav, Tav, Tzadi, Vav. What does it mean, Evet Chafshi Me'adonav? Because in this world, says the Yalkut, we have two masters. We're Meshubid. We're Meshubid. Ha'adam b'chayav hu Evet li-yitzro u-li-yotzro. We're an evet to our Yetzirah and to our Creator, to Hashem. And if we follow Hashem, we're making the Yetzirah upset. And we follow the Yetzirah, we make our Yetzirah upset. But once we die, then we're no longer, no longer Yetzirah. We still have Yetzirah. We still have Yetzirah, but it's free from Yetzirah. So Lama Yitin continuing now. Pasachaf. Lama... Why do you give those that suffer light? Why do you keep people alive who want to die? Says Eov to Hashem. Those that wait to die. They search out death even more than greater treasures. They're looking for it. Those that would be happy with the grave. You force us to be alive, Hashem. Nistara, or maybe he's talking to Hashem, but as we said before, maybe he's just talking. You know, maybe he thinks Hashem is busy. To a man whose derech is hidden, that's a key pasuk. Hashem has put up a mechitza between us. Right? Here he's saying, again, no ashkacha. There is Hashem! But Hashem's up there, and I'm down here, and He's not involved. Because I can't imagine that He's giving me this suffering. So my only other way to think about it is that He's not around. Even more than when I, when I get a meal in front of my bread, I'm just groaning. I'm rather groan and scream than eat. And my cries are like water. What does that mean? It's constant, like water flowing. Interesting pasuk. I had this fear, and it has come. Sounds like Eov always felt maybe that there was going to be something. Was it because the Ramban says maybe because of his, his kids, his kids had parties every day, remember? Maybe that's why he brought carbonos after each of the parties. So maybe Eov was, Eov was an anxious personality. He was always nervous. Things are going well, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen and I'm nervous about it. Vasher Yogarti, what I was scared of, Yavoli has come to me. And then the last Pasuk, Lo Shalafti, Velo Shakatati, Velo Nachti. I don't have any shalva or sheket, right? Chazal darshan this on Yaakov Avinu also, Pikesh Leisha B'Shalva. 
And Yaakov Avinu had t- 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 uh, tremendous sorrows after, but he says, Eov says, I, I don't have any shalva, valova, yava rogas, and this rogas has come, it's consumed me. And again, Eov started off, but he, again, he did not curse God, he curses the day, he curses the mazalas, he recognizes that Kaddish Baruch who created, but he has removed uh, and and you know blotted out his his view of of Hashkachas Hashem. He thinks that Hashem is up there, man is down here, and now his friends are going to start, and they're not going to commiserate with him, but they are all generally going to give the same idea, the same idea of Eov. No, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's here, and you must have done something wrong, as we will see as we continue this uh, very important sefer. Okay, we'll stop here.